0: people's your boy CZ here and this is an episode of the hybrid club hope all is good you know where to find us on the socials at the hybrid club and you know where to find me at C says Y S. so um quick preview pod uh Arsenal against Nottingham Forest um it's going to be a quick one there's you know other than what we know after PSV there's not much going on you know um well wishes, obviously, going out to Pablo Marie. He seems to be in recovery. Um, some positive pictures coming out. Um, horrible situation there, but glad he's okay. Um, besides that and the fallout from PSV, there really isn't much going on, and there really isn't time for there to be much going on. You know, we played the game on Thursday night. We had Friday. Uh, next round of Premier League fixtures today um, at the time of recording Saturday morning, and then we got our game on Sunday. So really, you know, the boys have probably had time for a little bit of recovery, um, and not much else really so um, we go again so just getting this out because there really isn't much to talk about like I said but I just wanted to kind of get these thoughts out so yeah disappointing result midweek, two nil downs PSVI and opening Europa League um, but one of the benefits of having such a ridiculously compressed schedule is we have an opportunity to put it right pretty quickly uh, we're going up against Steve Cooper's men who last week beat Liverpool 1-0 so um, not a team you should uh, expect to just roll over the stats say we should roll them over the eye tests say we should roll them over but the way we've been playing recently the fact they're on a bit of a high they've had an entire week to prep if anyone thinks it's going to be a walk in the park i don't think it will be i hope it will be i really really hope it will be i hope after 10 minutes we're two no up and we're coasting that's what i hope but we'll see um this is our first time playing Forest in the league since the nineties. And weirdly, I for one am kinda of happy to see Nottingham Forest back in the league. I'm kind of sick of seeing, you know, Norwich and Sheffield United get promoted just to get relegated again. You know, I'm not expecting Forest to stay in the league, but it's nice to see different teams come up to the Premier League. And Forest are sort of a football institution. So for me, it's always nice to see them back in the league. Subject to, of course, us whooping their whooping their ass. If they if they beat us, then yeah, you know, fuck them. But for now, it's always good to see them back. Um it's a case of top means bottom in the sense of top of the table, two points clear of Man City, playing against the bottom of the league, Nottingham Forest. And they are bottom with the league for a reason. They have been getting absolutely peppered. I think they bought over 20 players um in this window to replace, you know, players that left, were sold, um, loans that had expired. So they basically bought an entire new first team squad. Um, and buying or bringing in that rather that many players and having them gel and be cohesive is a very, very, very difficult thing to do at the best of times, let alone if you're a newly promoted side in the champion from the championship coming to the Premier League. So, you know, credit to them for what they've done, but we're not here to talk about them. We're here to talk about us. Um, it should hopefully be a, a straightforward win, but as I said, given the way we're playing recently, I'm not expecting that to be the case. What am I thinking about? One word, reset. We all heard uh, Mikel Arteta talking in the week about the fact that he thinks a, a reset's needed. You know, I, I found those comments quite interesting because obviously there's a few different ways you can take it really beyond what he said, you know, um, you know the, the, the meaning behind it. I do wonder whether fatigue is really now starting to become a factor. It seems like something you can't ignore and I don't kind of just want to do one plus one equals 12, but it's certainly um, something that's been on my mind because, you know, when Arteta speaks about the fatigue side of things, he says he doesn't want to instill that kind of thinking in his plays. You know, he doesn't want them to believe that they're too fatigued to to put in a performance because he wants them to kind of have that killer instinct, that winning mentality. And while that's a well and good, you know, players are still players, they're still people, they're still human beings. So if they're tired, they're still tired. They may be able to put it to the back of their mind and put in, um, you know, maximum effort, but maximum effort might yield subpar results if they're actually fatigued so you know I, I i'm not one to say if someone can just sort of mentally block away fatigue and, and and up the levels despite it i'm sure there's a degree to which you can put it to the back of your mind and push every last drop of effort out yourself but at some point it's going to catch up and i do wonder whether that's the case here we have a relatively small squad and i know people have spoken about the rotation but the rotation hasn't been drastic it's not like we've just rested you know uh, our first team players, and just played a bunch of kids for the last few Europa League games. Everyone in our squad is getting minutes, bar players who are just coming back from injury. Everyone is getting minutes. So is it safe to say that the minutes have been shared around pretty nicely. Um, so yeah, reset sounds about right. We were doing pretty well, getting some pretty good performances. Um, you know, the Tottenham win was impressive. Um, you know, we absolutely coasted versus uh, Berdeghlin to home really impressive performance against Liverpool. And then, you know, it, it, after maximum exertion in, in in that game, you know, the struggles started to set in at Birda Glimp. But again, you know, Arctic Circle, away from home, difficult opponent, you know, hadn't lost at home in Europe in ridiculous number of games, tricky game. And then you go to Leeds, who were just absolute pressing monsters. Pressing numbers were off the chart, difficult game, but you get the win comfortable win against PSC and then the performance against Southampton where we're on top, particularly in the first half and don't don't get the win. So a different set of combinations and factors, all performances that weren't what we would expect and different results. You know, win against PSV, draw against Southampton, loss against PSV again. So it's um it's not one. But if we do want to reset, this is the club to play for that reset, particularly if you have the game at home. Um, and particularly after a game like midweek. Now, that's not, not that's not taking anything away from PSV. Brilliant performance, it has to be said. From start to finish, completely deserved the win. We were not in it. Um, Cody Gappo and Javi Siemens in particular were just, you know, relentless. Um, and again, so surprised at how the stats turned out because the stats make it look like we had far more in this than, than we did, or at least than the eye test made it look. But there we are. Um, so that kind of put an end to a very impressive unbeaten streak that we had, um, a, a, a you know, hundred percent record in the Europa League in particular, but it is what it is. It's, it's where we are. Um, those goals from Luke de Jong and Vierman really did sort of put the marker on what could have been an even worse day if the other three goals that were disallowed were counted. Could you imagine a five nil loss to, to PSV? That would really put a dent in, in, in the confidence going into to this match. So, look, we've got it all to do against FC Zurich next week. Fine. Fully expect us to be able to do that given the, the respective level and qualities and the fact that we're at home. Um, you know, listening to set to talk about that game and his uh, PSV post match press conference, it didn't sound like he was planning to rest plays for that. Um, but I do wonder whether that's just him speaking a bit bullishly after a pretty poor performance. You know, I do, you know, with, uh, with with Chelsea coming up after the game, I do wonder whether you're taking the opportunity to at least, you know, flood the bench with some of the kids and, and bring them on at halftime if the game was wrapped up. But that's not the situation we're in. The situation we're in now is we need that win. But before we get there, we've got to make sure we do the business against Nottingham Forest. Um, Man City are going to be playing Leicester on Saturday. Um, and if they get the win, which I fully expect Man City to do, we could drop to, we'll be dropping to second place. It means that if we don't beat Forest, we're staying second place. And that would be disappointing after such a good season. You want to kind of just crawl over that line and get to November, get to the the, the break for the World Cup, still top of the table if you can, because it's a great position to be in. You're top by Christmas and you can come back from the World Cup and go again. Um, I don't think anyone is expecting anyone but Manchester City to win the league. Just looking at how they performed is ridiculous. Um, They're going to get better. Haaland's going to get better. He's going to keep scoring. It's just going to be obscene. Um, But we can push them all the way. And you never know. You absolutely never know. A few bad performances, unlucky injuries. You know, we strengthened the squad in January. And you never know. Strange things have happened. But I think we all know how this is probably going to end. But we want to push them as far as we can. And more importantly, the better we do and the more points we rack up, the sooner we wrap up top four, we achieve our aim for the season, and then we can look to the future as a Champions League team and how we build on the squad and add the quality to stay there, um, particularly with, obviously, Chelsea's situation in transition and Liverpool being in transition and United being in transition and Newcastle. There is there is a lot of shift in the Premier League right now. So we want to position ourselves as a Champions League team while that shift is happening so we can maximise our potential to to grow Um there's a lot happening we can't get left behind it's happened to us once already and it, it you know it cost us years in in sort of europa league mediocrity so we can't do that again um which is why games like this are so important because these are bankers these are games you're expected to win so that you can maintain your grip on top four top of the table um so no excuses. This is a game we've got to win. Now people are going to want, you know, a swashbuckling performance, get back to the way we were at the start of the season. And I understand that. I want to win. I don't care how we get it. I don't care if it's a dodgy VAR decision. I don't care if it goes in off, you know, Erdogan's left heel. I just need, this needs to go in. I don't care. I don't care if it's an own goal, scrappy, you know, knocking off the line, pinballs around the box and flies past the keeper without him. No, however we do it, just need the win. We need to get back to winning ways. Um, and we can't have this be like a Southampton where we're all over them, we're not converting chances, and somehow we leave this game without maximum points. To that point, um, goals, goals, goals. And I I made this point on the the PSV post-match pod. Um, You know, when you look at the results against Spurs, when you look at, you know, Liverpool... Leicester early in the season, we're getting three or more goals in a game. And all of a sudden, you know, um, in Leeds winning by one goal, PSV winning by one goal, Southampton 1-1 draw, PSV 2-0 loss. The goals start to dry up. Um, and really, we really, 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 really need those goals back. to uh, Saka's chipping, uh, Martinelli to chip in. We really need Odegaard to step up to get a couple. Shaq has been doing his bit um jesus has gone on a bit of a funk you really it's in these moments you start to see just how much we're lacking in terms of goal threat and you know the hope was eddie would step up and pitch in with a couple it's not been happening recently um saka's goals have dried up though he did have a pretty good run of goals very recently martinelli's goals have dried up a little bit um but he had a good run earlier in the season so this happens sometimes goal scoring can be a bit streaky and you need players to get back on it but this is a great opportunity to do that um because this is a forest side that have conceded a lot of goals let me just go into just basic Premier League stats here nothing too complex to play 12 they've won two played 12 won two drawn three lost seven they've scored eight goals they've conceded 23 conceded 23 goals in 12 games. This is a team we should be able to bag against. If there was ever a team you wanted to play when you're struggling to get goals and you want to get back amongst them, you want to play this team that's bottom of the table and who are shipping goals at will. Granted, they kept a clean sheet last week, um, beat Liverpool 1-0, but Liverpool are in a bit of a rocky place and, you know, these results do happen. Um, We just have to make sure it doesn't happen against us. So, you know, we've played... uh, We've played eleven games: one, nine, draw, one, lost one. We scored twenty-five and conceded eleven. This is very much a team we can get something against. Um, and particularly given the fact that they are going to be in a deep block, we're going to speak. We're going to spend most of our time in their final third. I don't think they're going to give us a game in that way. They're not. You know, it's not going to be like the PSV game where they're coming out, so we're trying to go back at them. They're going to sit in their deep block, absorb pressure, try to cut off the passing lanes and stop us from working our magic. And it's going to be our attack versus their defence and which one can hold up. And if we apply the pressure, hopefully we can get through them and get the job done. I um, watched back their performance against Manchester City and I was trying to see, you know, when they were up against sort of a team that you the, the positional play principles of football I wanted to kind of see how they operated and there was no point because that was just, that wasn't even a case of, the tactical brilliance of Man City sort of having an impact, that was just Man City being head and shoulders better than them in every possible way. There was nothing to learn in that performance. Haaland was just doing an absolute madness, you know, hat-trick in that game, and it was just purely down to the brilliance of individual players. Cancelo just, you know, picking up the ball just outside the area and just rifling the ball top corner. I mean, there's there that's not a tactical thing. That's just talent, you know. Um, so I, I, I'm I really looking at this thing to myself. If you're playing against a team that's uh, playing a deep block, what are you trying to do? Uh, and this brings me to Forest style of play. You know, often they go with a 3-5-2. They've got a number 10 in front of a front four, two strikers. Um, they'll drop deep to absorb pressure. Wing-backs become full-backs. Um, you know, your three centre-backs pack the middle. Two midfielders screen the defence um they'll drop into that deep block in the hope that they can force a m- turnover you know they've got good ball carrying midfielders in mangala and o'brien who try to carry the ball forward combinations with say the number 10 and then a cutback for one of their strikers like uh, a our who who uh, bagged the goal former liverpool player against liverpool last week so that's what they're going to try and do sometimes they'll play the ball out wide whipping across try to get to, try to get on the end of it but really this is transition football they brought transition players um they're going to go in the deep block and try and transition on us. We know about the defensive channels that get exposed when we push up. We already know about that. We know we've got good one-on-one defenders. Um, so it remains to be seen, obviously, for players who... Um, it remains to be seen what the situation is in terms of fitness, but I'm I'm not expecting anything uh, untoward. So I'm expecting to have the same players we usually have available for the Premier League. So really, it's just going to be about our ability to break down their deep block, and this is where Martin Odegaard, Gabriel Jesus becomes so important. Their link-up play, their work rate, um, their passing, linking up with plays like Martinelli on the left, Saka on the right is going to be crucial. If we can create space, move move them around with our passing, keep attacking those five attacking channels, that creates distance between the defenders, which we can then exploit with good, accurate passing. At that point, we're going to need Gabriel Jesus, Martinelli, Bukayo Saka, any one of them to have their shooting boots on. Um, It doesn't matter who gets the goal, but we really have to take our chances. Our movement, our passing, our ability to create space will create chances. You know, Bukayo Saka, when he tries to run at defence, he's going to have, he's going to have players, two players on him. You know, it'll probably be um, the wing back turned full back and central midfielder coming across, double team him, you create space in midfield. Um, They'll obviously try and compress if the ball gets played into the middle of that, into the middle of that area where Gabriel Jesus is. We know we've, we've got he's got quick feet. He's got the ability to dribble in tight spaces. So again, um we will have opportunities, but we know how difficult it is to play against a deep block. We'll have to be patient. We don't want to snatch at chances, we don't want to be impatient and rush. Take your time, play the ball around, have some urgency. Don't be slack, but play the ball around, go at them and we should be able to create our chances. Um this is very much going to be a game of positional play versus deep block. Who can hold out? They're a good team but they're not a great team. So there is no reason we shouldn't be able to break them down. When they beat Liverpool last week, Liverpool had chances, plenty of chances and didn't take them. It wasn't that they they it wasn't that it was a heroic defensive performance and Liverpool just couldn't get through them. Liverpool had chances and didn't take them. We'll get chances. We have to take them. This can't be like Southampton. And as I said, it doesn't matter how we do it. We've just got to do it. We've just got to get the win whichever way possible. Um, So that's it for me. I said, this was a super quick one. Hybrid club, one shot, Um, not spending too much time on this. So let's just see what happens for now. Enjoy your weekend, people. Enjoy a weekend of football. Let's hope for an Arsenal win. This is a hybrid club. You know where to find us at the hybrid club. Um, You know where to find me at C says in a bit, people in a bit.